Hello, beautiful humans, and thank you for joining us for this episode of Spill in the Tea on Leadership. I'm your friend who asks way too many questions, Jack Hesser. And I'm your friend who's ready to take on the new year, James Wells. For our first-time listeners, Spill in the Tea on Leadership is a podcast that talks about what does it mean to be a leader and people's like different experiences with leadership centering on queer voices. It is so great to have my wonderful friend James here on the podcast. Thank you for joining us, James. Thank you, Jack. It's good to see you again. James does everything. Um, he's involved in Indiana Young Democrats as uh, um, vice president. He's a neighbor, a mayor's neighborhood advocate. You do the most all the time, but you also do it also well. You're incredible. I'm just super, super fortunate that you're chatting with me today. Thank you. Thank you. I would say it hasn't felt like I've been like doing much because of the like whole pandemic and sitting at home and trying to clean and declutter everything. But I was going through a whole trunk of like stuff I've done since high school, just reorganizing. I was like, oh, yeah, I have done quite a bit so far. <laughs> All right, well, let's bring you back down real, real quick. Like, um, <laughs> so I, I know that because from our time in college together that you love a good icebreaker. Um, so here is our <laughs> icebreaker. Which if Jack really knows me, he knows I hate them, but for Jack. Oh, yeah, you despise them. Did you, did you like the little icebreaker sound effect? Yeah, it? yeah, I actually like this one. There are found fun fact. There's not a lot of uh, Royal Creek uh, ice breaking sounds, so it took me longer to find that than it did to write this whole outline. <laughs> That's what we're working with here. Um, but my <laughs> my question for you, my icebreaker, is if you had to pick a politician, a fictional person in the like from a political TV show that was real doing the work in 2022, who would it be? Ron Swanson. Hands down. You don't think that there's is, already like 800 runs like across the U.S. right now? But, you know, rightfully so. Uh, you know, working in city government, I'm like, it, nothing surprises me anymore at this point. Um, I do have to preface this. I don't share Ron Swanson's ideology, but deep down in my soul, I resonate with his vibe. Uh, but you know what? I, I, you know, you still carry on. You still have to do the job but begrudgingly at some point or I would say in a more optimistic viewpoint Toby Ziegler from the West Wing but that's not getting any more West Wing throwback I, I just assumed you were going to say someone from the West Wing the only thing about the like, Toby's a good choice because I feel like anybody else from the West Wing if you grab them and you pluck them into 2022 I think they'd be disheartened so quickly because and Toby's like already there yeah, ninety percent like, of that cast could not this. function. This is what my whole life's work has been waiting for. This moment. Yeah, right Toby. Now. Toby's a good pick, but the rest of them would be like, "Wait, you mean the other side won't even have a meeting with me? Like, what are you? This, I can't do any of my job if they won't." Sam. Be Sam will be. Uh, if I'm thinking, uh, Sam, uh, he would be the perfect person to just watch for entertainment. You know what, though, Ainsley Hayes would probably do well in 2022. Oh wow! You know, I that keep forgetting been... about. <laughs> Every time Ainsley like, Hayes would have thrived, actually, or or been voted out of her own political party, like Liz Truss. <laughs> I mean, it actually could have gone either way. It is January, James, so everyone is talking about goals and resolutions, and that's what we're talking about here all month long. Do you do do you do the New Year's resolutions thing? Uh, no, I would say no, 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 no. You don't do, do you goal setting at all. Yeah, I do more goal setting than I do resolutions. Resolutions like. Once you're no longer a kid, it's just like, 
Yeah, I'm really not going to do this resolution or maintain it. But with a goal, I would say uh, I do more. I have just general goals floating about what I want to accomplish or get done. Um, and I got out of the habit of trying to set them like, OK, they're going to be done by this end of the year or by this mark. But I tend to like, you know, take an assessment of my life and just see where I'm at and look forward to where I want to go and basically the only thing I really do is I journal I try to journal as much of my life uh, throughout the day uh, every day or throughout the week um, what else I want to say I, I this real quick I don't understand this what what is the difference between a goal and a resolution because to me they're the same thing you know what? And you're probably right. It's just the difference of words and like the feeling that people have to like the different words between resolution and goals. Resolutions always sound like, I don't know, too general and like, oh, this is going to sum up the whole entire year. Like one of those, like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym and just go to the gym for a little bit. Not discounting that it took me a while to like, I finally go to the gym, not every single day or every single week, but I got a body goal or a fitness goal I've like hit. Do you, think, do you think part of that is because like, so when people are setting resolution, they think it's something that has to be a continuous year round commitment as opposed Probably to being so. like, like, I'm going to yeah. do this for this amount of time. Like I'm only going to yeah. do this for two months or I'm only going to do. Yeah. And I don't even think it's nothing wrong with having like the new year's resolution or uh, well, having this, this is what the year is about to be back. I think having goals or just make, just make it, able to like tackle that mountain and like little bitty rocks um, in ways that, you know, looking at the whole entire mountain you're about to climb up may seem uh, like a daunting task, but when you break it down into little bits of like uh, goal settings uh, and kind of have it like mapped out that way, it's more consumable at least. And I, I think for me, that is, has been the case that I found with uh, just having goals as opposed to a resolution. Well, so I, the way that I structure my resolutions, um, I was just talking about this earlier, but like the, the way I talking about my resolutions is that like I do these check-ins every three months. So like I have a little calendar reminder. And so every three months, uh, Derek and I sit down and we like say, okay, which of these resolutions like is not here for the whole year, right? Which of these needs to be cut? What are like we, January us were like really into that. January Jack was really excited for that. But like March Jack is not. Um, and then also what is March Jack excited about? So like we kind of like ebb and flow. And so some of them change, but I do think that because people view resolutions as this like 12 months or bust situation, it sort of sets them up for failure. Cause if your goal is to be, I'm going to go to the gym, um, three times a week, right. I'm going to go to the gym three times a week. Then the first week you don't do that yeah. feels like failure, right? It feels like, oh, I, I didn't, I failed that news resolution. Whereas if the way that I like write mine too, like I actually purposely make my resolution vague, but underneath the resolution then I have like very specific goals. So for example, you know, let's say I was doing a resolution about like my physical health or something or running, right? Mm -hmm. um, my how-to is gonna be specific. Like, oh, I'm gonna do, you know, like I'm gonna run a few half marathons or I'm gonna like log certain mileage. But that's not like the sort of, you know, top of mind resolution. The resolution was running more. It was vague, which I think is different than say a smart goal, right? When you set a smart goal, it is very specific. And like, if I don't do this this many times, right? Like then um, you don't make it. And I think smart goals really work for 
uh, like shorter timeframes or even just mm-hmm. like, you know, a designated time frame that isn't a whole year. But I think for the purpose of resolutions, I would say resolutions should be a little bit more like vague. Like what are the, the thing that you're working on? And then within the resolution, I think there can be like specific goals for how you're going to yeah. And I think it also shows to the different kind of personalities or attitudes that might take those different approaches. Like me, you perfect example, like back in college, you were way more organized and stuff than what I ever wanted to be. Me, on the other hand, I was a little bit like free flowing, a little bit organized chaos. Uh, but like I knew where everything was at and so for me you were I reading between the lines everyone what he's saying is um I was crazy and he was cool that's really what we're that's really what we're breaking down right or now. Jack was crazy and I was just not here for it <laughs> at all <sighs> but I got, we got a night, I got night and day between both of there was like no <laughs> middle between either of us I, I kind of feel sorry for the people who had to deal with us but it was a fun time. We're, we're both a lot. We're both a lot, just in very different ways. Yeah. But I, I will say this. For me, I do a trick with myself where as I've been journaling, not consistently, but as I've been journaling, I, at least for the year, take a, a moment to just sit down and look over my journal and see where, where was I at at any given moment and where I was at with my life and what I wanted to do and what I was expecting the year before and all of that. Uh, for, for me is like, I have to do these tricks and have to, within that confine of my organized chaos, I have to like give myself some freedom to know that I know I'm not gonna steer um, precisely to uh, my plan or um, expect me to go step-by-step step on what I imagine or what I envision because just naturally me, I, I tend to hate being trapped by a calendar or a list, but I know how important and how essentials uh, those are to get into where I want to be at or getting to where the goal um, is at. And so like understanding like your personality and um, attitudes and having to play those mental tricks can help the person who's unorganized or like loves that organized chaos um, and loves that freedom. because there's there's no way getting to a goal without doing without doing some bit of organizing work yeah um, to get I, there. it's like a super overstated i mean it's pretty much a common known fact from a lot of research that you know writing things down does help make it more real or concrete um to you and so i i would imagine that journaling on some level especially if it's about goals for you, right? Like has to help you in processing frequently, right? Like, you know, kind of checking in, okay, how is this going? How am I doing? Is this still working for me? Mm -hmm. And it's almost like I was mentioning earlier, like going through all my stuff and just looking at what I was doing. And like most of that stuff, I was throwing stuff out and in the midst of decluttering, I was like, you know what? I honestly don't need this little folder or this piece of clothing or this piece of, little knickknack I have in my stuff and I think it's also good to kind of like let go of some stuff that you don't need which kind of takes the weight off of like what you want to do and it's like okay now I can go on to the next step or I feel more comfortable um uh, taking this up a notch in life how do you go about prioritizing right like the, the goals or the things that you are journaling about like how do you prioritize that what you feel is is most important yeah, when I first started off uh, 
trying to write them down, I sort of broke it down as little and as like bite-sized chunk as I, I was possible to handle at that point. Um, and normally it starts off with like saying, oh, okay, I wanna do X, Y, and Z, um, but I'm kind of stuck here at ABC. So how about I kind of learn a few things around this, or let me take a bit of what I- Just to clarify it, because they can't see your hands. Um, you're saying like the ABC being like the big goals, right? So like, I mm -hmm. want to get here. These or like right? just the beginning point to yeah. get into the end. Um, like, so working out in the gym, I have this goal that I want to tone, pick up muscle, all of that. Um, in the midst of- all of that, I like broke it down between learning different workout routines, learning how to break down the muscle groups, um, learning which foods are better for um, growth and over, overall health. From that, I, as I was trying to get my whole fitness goals in order, um, it, it got to the point where I realized that I learned, I knew automatically a lot more about the gym I was comfortable in the gym because I knew where the machines were at I knew what muscles they would train and help out and like I organized my days of the week and which muscle I was going to hit um and and with that like I I feel like I've already hit a body or a health goal because like I kind of done all of that I wanted to do and learn um from that um that's that's goal. legitimately so impressive to me I when I first um got out of college and I moved to Indy um, I did um, like a gym membership and it came with like a, a personal trainer for a few months and I was really grateful because like the trainer like taught me how to use all the equipment but fun fact James not every gym has the same equipment so I very quickly once like that that free portion like ended I left and I went to a much cheaper gym and I was like oh this is great because like I you know had the personal trainer show me how to use all this equipment so now when I go to the gym I'm gonna know what to do spoiler alert that was <laughs> not the case i walk in i still i've been going to this gym now for like like two years this new gym like two years now um i still use the exact same like four machines that i know how to use that's it i don't do me, there are still parts of the gym where i'm afraid to go to because i'm like there's there's some people who know what they're doing and i want to stay from over there in my little we're gonna go and take a detour around the gym I wish there wasn't that culture and like I'm sure there are gyms where that's not the culture but I just I have yet to be, go somewhere where there isn't like that element of like fear of you know using some of the, the equipment wrong right or like I don't know I would say just just take a pre-workout get on the treadmill get your heart pumping and like listen to some music and then you like get after those five minutes you get so lost that you're just only like okay I'm ready to go I don't care who that's cute me. I can't do it it took a while I can't no I if I run I have to do it outside also oh, yeah. I say that I, I run very loosely yeah, I realize but I'm physically outside my legs are moving <laughs> yeah I realize there's such a difference between treadmill running and running outside on pavement yeah, very much. I don't even think they should use the same word for both of those because I can't. Derek can't though. Derek can like, I think that Derek's right now. That's where he is. He's like at the gym and he's just like running on that little treadmill. And I'm like, I, I just, I cannot do that. I can walk on a treadmill, right? I'm not, but I just. Those are fun to do the walking and then like put it up a little bit. So you like. Okay, already you're doing. Nice you're like doing elevations. <laughs> and I'm just trying to get some steps in. You're over here 
I want to feel the pain. I want to feel the pain. <laughs> uh, we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. That is so. When I was preparing for this podcast, like the the three most common resolutions people make are related to like weight loss, and we were just talking about the gym, getting organized, which sounds like irony. Do a pretty good job of that. <laughs> um, baby then, steps here. We're making baby steps. Yeah, re- reducing debt. So those are like the three biggest. Do any of those surprise you, or those kind of what you would have assumed people's top three resolutions? Uh, two and are? a half out of three. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Yeah, but that we don't talk about because of student loans and like, oh, we're gonna, we were, so that's actually, that's, I'm glad you just said that. So the reducing debt one, Derek and I were talking and it was, if you're in like, you know, a public service loan forgiveness, right? Um, we were talking about like the, we were, we were playing around with the calculator of like, you know, doesn't make sense like to put X amount, like more money in, if you're doing the minimum payments, if you're in a job that's going to qualify for forgiveness in 10 years. Um, and so it kind of really muddied, it really muddied that, that goal of like what it looks like to pay down student debt, right? Versus, or student loan, sorry, versus like debt in general. But I wonder, I didn't, I did not see in either of the articles if it was specific when it said debt, if like student loans, but I have to imagine that was part of it. Yeah, I, I just realized that I could have been paying like just $20 a month on my student loans and that would account towards the whole at least student loans forgiveness because I'm what I'm about like three years now into a public service job out of 10 years um I, I, I yeah I could have just been paying $20 instead of my like normal uh regular payment when they passed uh, some legislation saying oh you could like we won't penalize you for not like paying loans right now yeah I've been making 20 20 and would have been three years out of the way Let's see. but man those extra 20 dollars doing the last two years extra pizza i'm going to the gym anyway so i can wear just pizza that's exactly that's what the government wants to know right is james is like get cancel my student debt so i can get pizza not so i can you know buy a home not so i can (laughs) i need more pizza i'm going to the gym so it's like counterbalancing itself i hit a new year's goal (laughs) on the back of another goal Oh my gosh, Joe Biden canceled student loans. Um, and then and then that's an automatic resolution, right? And everyone- Yes, yes. As my ancestors say, those loans were forgiven by the Lord. It's above me now. <laughs> so I know you said you don't, so you don't do resolutions, you do goals that you have throughout the year. Um, do you find your, when you're come like creating those goals for yourself, do you, do is that totally a singular like James process or do you like, does it involve conversations with others? Do you look at, you know, things you've done over the past year? How do you go about setting up the goals that you want to create for the year or for the time period if it's not the year? I was actually thinking about this for the past few weeks. Um, of course, with the holidays, like dying down and everybody's like, you know what, let's chill out. We can take a breather. Um, that's sort of been like in my head, like, what do I want to do next year? Because I'm looking at the calendar and I'm like, I have to do something now at this point. Um, it's been sort of a, looking back on some of the conversations I've had with close friends when we have like those deep dives into our lives when we're catching up and it's like, hey, how we're making it? How are you? Where are you at in life and all that stuff? Uh, and assessing, I was, I would, okay, so I would say like going into 22, um, I haven't known, oh, I, actually I would say, okay, take a step back. 
because this is the Gemini in me. Um, going into 22, I would say I kind of sort of have a resolution with many goals underneath to kind of get to that resolution. So overarching, my resolution is to get over my fear of hesitation and making a decision, um, which will later get into like the leadership aspect. But like uh, one of the core aspects of being a leader is you have to lead, you have to act, you have to make decisions. But oftentimes making decisions is scary. You having to be the one to tell other people or to tell a team, um, I think we're maybe heading in this direction. Let's turn over here and head to this direction. So part of that for me has been sort of reflecting on like self-improvement and doing little small things, saying yes to more things, to stay active, um, using my time better. So that way I'm maximizing all of my um, own potential to help others or to serve others. Or looking at grabbing something a little bit more concrete, like a philosophy, looking up different writings and teachings and what other people have to say. Um, and, and there's some context behind that. Like after the last two years, I've got into stoic philosophy to kind of help with how to mentally- Because you were like, how can I bore everyone at every party? <laughs> you know, it's surprising. The stoics are really- cool people if you, you like really get down to it it's basically like hey you don't got to be like no emotion at all you just like you know it's life you you got this it's like oh even though it's like still scary like i, I still, you, you, you I, 2022 yeah i feel like i still i got this so with that is so i have like different goals and different buckets of where how do i get over my fear of hesitation and how do i reach a point where i can say i've evolved or um I got into this point. So it, it kind of at least helps me keep it very broad in general and, and takes down those bite-sized, okay, how, how am I going to get to this goal? What, and, and you know what? I discovered that's where I kind of have like some freedom. I kind of have some choice because uh, I feel like the resolution is what I need and the goals are what I can do or how I can control it and what I get to learn and what I want to see kind of happen. And, you know, if it a year from now, it doesn't look like it helped or it did it at least, you know, I got another year to do something new and still have some choice and control over how to get there. Um, I like to close out with a little bit of trivia. You know me, I love my trivia. Trivia! I really, when I get the trivia, it's always like, please let there be something nerdy that I get or, or like a topic that I get. If it's like Pokemon, I'm like, oh, you, you got me. I don't know anybody I, except for- I want to let you know that when I, when I like started, I almost just did a Pokemon podcast. I want to let you know how close I was to just doing a Pokemon podcast. And then Derek was like, hi, I cannot and will not be involved then at all. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> so. Okay, <laughs> I used to have a question, ready to go. Okay. Yes. Um, according to a 2017 study by University of Scranton, what percentage of Americans actually accomplish their New Year's resolutions? And I'll give you a plus or minus 4% here. Hmm. Like out of, out of the world or country or? And the question says what percentage of Americans? So. Oh, um, hmm. Maybe 23%. 23%. All right. Survey says that is incorrect. 
8%, only 8% of Americans. I should have went uh, with my first like hunch of like 5%, but I wanted to give a lot more people the benefit of the doubt. No, it's genuinely surprising to me. Like that, I was like, only 8%. But I, I don't know. I think part of it is probably the fact that like, um, you know, I don't even have a good answer for this. I just think... <laughs> People give up or change or feel guilty. Yeah, I was trying to give more people the benefit of the doubt. I was like, you know what, five percent—that seems more realistic. But I was like, you know what, let's. let's I will it. say, I, I did specifically look because I thought, oh, like, does this include people who don't set a resolution at all? Because then that would make a lot of sense. But no, this is of people who set resolutions. How many of them did it? So, so y'all, if you do not achieve or accomplish your New Year's resolution or goal this year, you're fine because ninety-two percent of Americans are in the exact same boat as you. Uh, also, y'all set a goal or a resolution that's going to be something that's flexible so that if you don't, if one week, if you have a bad week, it doesn't completely destroy your resolution because persevering, even when you have setbacks is the, like one of the most key components of what navigating leadership and just like, you know, living a fulfilling life is about. Thank you so much, James, for joining me here on Spilling the Tea on Leadership. You can stay connected with James on his social media, Twitter and Instagram at JL Wells Jr., that's J-L-W-E-L-L-S-J-R. Uh, and James, what is a part of your leadership journey that you are excited for in 2022? I'm excited to see what, what is new out there that I haven't encountered in life yet in whatever little way it comes, little or big, however, just to be open to it. New experiences help make us cooler and better people. Uh, stay connected with James, y'all, and feel free to follow me on Twitter, Twitch, or Instagram at Jack McHare, J-C-K-M-C Hare, as well as my part-time co-host and full-time husband, Derek Sabakesser at D Sapster on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks so much for joining us and make good life choices.